Hello there, folks. Welcome back to Stew on This. I'm Stu Bittman. This episode is called Innate Never Has a Bad Day. This day this past week where I was feeling rather crummy physically, and I kept hearing Hillary's voice in my head saying, it's a beautiful day in my consciousness. Because <laughs> that's what she says when it's not such a beautiful day in her body. It's a beautiful day in my consciousness, and feeling the truth of that, I have to say, was very helpful, especially when I realized that that is true every single day, that innate never has a bad day. (laughs) Well, how nice for innate, you might be thinking, but the fact that innate doesn't have bad days can be incredibly helpful for you and me, too. I used to tell folks in my chiropractic uh, introductory talk that Universal and innate intelligence didn't have a bad day the day they were conceived. It didn't create and maintain an entire universe in balance and harmony and then screw up on them. And I would tell them that innate hadn't had a bad day ever since, as it has continued to recreate our bodies from deep-fried Twinkies and white wine or whatever it is we consume. It never takes a day off. It's never taken a vacation. And that, on most of the days in which we might have felt the worst, at least physically, expressing a bunch of symptoms, that wasn't because innate was having a bad day or taking a day off. It was because innate was on the job. And maybe some of our worst days in the mental and emotional realms happened because we forgot innate or forsook innate or ignored it or chose not to honor its guidance. I have to look at some of the titles of B.J. Palmer's books. For instance, The Bigness of the Fellow Within and Giant versus Pygmy, in which he's talking about innate versus educated mind. It seems clear which one he thought we should hang out in and we should listen to. Well, we tell our practice folks stuff like this, but are we giving innate our full attention? And are we giving innate the freest expression that we can to it in our lives? If we want more success, health, and happiness in our lives, perhaps we don't have to surgically remove things about ourselves that seem to get in the way of that. Uh, Since innate is already successful, healthy, and happy, maybe we just want to let more of it into our awareness so it can flow out into our lives. It's not as though we're separate from it or that it ever goes away. If we give our consent to letting more innate in, then even when we experience illness, we know there's an allness that still exists underneath and around and through it. Even if we experience lack, we know that all the abundance in the universe is always right there and available to us. And even if we feel broken or overwhelmed, we would know that the true nature of things and of us is wholeness that nothing is missing, that we have everything we need within us, including the solutions and the answers. I cannot imagine any situation or circumstance in which knowing those things wouldn't help a lot. If you and I give innate fuller expression, then we can know that when we are holding a consciousness of illness or lack or brokenness, we undoubtedly have a subluxation above the atlas. In that moment, we're denying the truth of innate, and we are creating interference to it. 
I know it can be tough to remember innate when our bodies or our finances or our, our lives seem like a mess. <laughs> this week, I was really grateful I've given innate a lot of attention these past 40 years. Because after a bit of feeling sorry for myself and getting in the way of innate, I remembered it was on the job, as always. So I turned my attention to innate, and I got quiet enough to feel its gentle presence, its powerful presence, and to hear its nurturing wisdom. In doing that, I cleared the subluxation above the atlas that I had created, and I immediately felt a state of ease and a confidence that in that very next moment, I could very well feel better, feel clearer, and be a lot more hopeful. <laughs> well, speaking of subluxations above the atlas, subluxations at and below the atlas also create interference to innate expression, of course, so don't forget about seeing your chiropractor regularly. But in the meantime, folks, innate never has a bad day. So if we happen to get slapped in the cheek by life there's always another cheek we can turn to. Always an island of peace in any storm. Always a different place from which we can look at the facts of life. Always a higher perspective we can gain that contains way more hope and way more possibilities. Yep, innate never has a bad day. <laughs> and that's actually what makes healing possible. It's what makes transformation possible. It it's what makes spiritual growth possible because all of those things are already in there. All those things are already ready, willing, able, and I believe eager to unfold more allness, more abundance, more wholeness, more love into our experience and out into this world. And the best news is, as you well know from being loyal stew on this listeners, all that treasure, all that higher perspective, that other cheek is right nearby in our heart. Merely 18 inches or 40 centimeters, if you prefer, down from the only part of our anatomy that can truly experience a bad day. <laughs> so let's keep practicing coming back to our heart and identifying more and more with innate, no matter what kind of day we're having, even on the good ones when we tend to take it for granted. So then we can find it on those days that we really need to, like I did the other day. Yeah. Stew on that. I'll see you next week.